While significant progress has been made and important steps have been taken, there's no denying the fact that racial inequities and lack of opportunities still remain a prevalent problem for black actors in our entertainment industry. I wanted to get to the bottom of the issue and have a revealing and consequential conversation with someone who has significant views on the subject. Jordan Stafford is a Kansas City-based actor who clearly has a strong opinion on the subject, and he took some time this week to engage in conversation on this very topic. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Welcome to the program, and I'm excited to talk to you about diversity uh, in the entertainment industry and acting. Great to be with you this after- afternoon, and thanks for being here, Bob. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, Jordan, I'm, I'm wondering if we could start our discussion off today by uh, just simply telling me, I'm curious to know where your passion for uh, acting and, and entertainment comes from, buddy. So my passion for acting comes from being able to tell somebody else's story. Um, it always warms my heart when, I, um, when I'm playing a character and I see people laugh with the character, when I see people cry with the character, when I see people hate the character because that character is being a jerk. It just makes me um, passionate because I see people connecting with that character and um, Every time I just every time I see them show that um, behavior towards a character, or I see them react to a character, I know I'm doing something right. <laughs> so just seeing people uh, react to the character and enjoy my performance—that's where most of my passion for acting comes. Yeah, I always tell the reason I got into journalism, Jordan, was because I wanted to give people that uh, didn't have the platform to share their own individual stories. I wanted to give them an objective platform to do that. So that's one of the reasons I got into journalism too. Yeah, um, I also, um, I used, I went to Drake University for like a week (laughs) and um, I went for journalism. Cheers to commitment there, Jordan. Cheers to commitment, (laughs) cheers to that. But, Yeah, I went to for a week and I uh, went for journalism. I took some journalism classes. I really, I really enjoyed it. And I think that's also what kind of made me want to go into the um, entertainment industry. I know 
news and journalism is different, kind of sort of different from entertainment, but that's what also kind of made me like, hey, I don't want to be in the real world with being on TV or being a part of TV, but I want to have some, I want to be, be, still be able to be on TV, but not talking about, you know, like real world stuff. I want to be able to tell somebody else's story. Uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to also get your thoughts on the um, current state and future of uh, musical theater and acting as well. I'm curious to know uh, what, what you think that'll be after the pandemic as well. I honestly think that we'll be okay. I think that um, when COVID is over, I think when this, yeah, when this whole pandemic is over, I think we'll be okay. I think people are ready to get back to watching plays and um, I think Hollywood is really ready to start having their actors come back. I'm not a Hollywood actor, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Hollywood um, is ready for their actors to come back so we can start um, just entertaining people again. Um, I know a lot of people are missing going to the movies and seeing new movies released. Uh, I know I miss seeing the Marvel movies um, being released. And so um, I think we'll be pretty okay uh, uh, post pandemic. And I think we'll back, bounce back very quickly. And I'm, I'm curious to know, Jordan, what, what do you uh, consider the most valuable or grateful thing you have in your own personal life? Um, having my own personal life, the question was? Uh, I'm, I'm just curious to know what you're most grateful for in life. Yeah, um, I'm grateful for two things. Um, I'm grateful for just being able to wake up every day and I'm grateful for my mother. Um, she's really been like a, a huge support for me. Um, there was a time when I was really overweight and um, when I decided to change that, she changed her way of doing everything. She changed her way of cooking. She changed her way of um, the things she bought for the house, like as far as food. She changed her uh, perspective on uh, people wanting to change their um, their their form, and she just really supported me during that time. Um, she sacrificed a lot during that time because we we were pretty low income at that time, and usually when people make the switch to eating healthier healthier foods, uh, cost more money, and so um, she she sacrificed the things she liked to eat so she could buy the things that would help me lose weight. And so she, she just sacrificed a lot to help me to get to my goal of dropping the weight. And um, yeah, I'm really grateful for her. She's just that type of person to sacrifice. She's a giver, she's a nurturer. She's just, she's just a wonderful person. And I'm really grateful to have her in my life. Yeah, I tell you without mothers, none of us would be here, right? So. Oh. It's always important to pay homage to mom, isn't it? It's always. Love your mom. I, I, I just love my mom so much. And, and I'm curious to know, 
how big family has played in your success as an actor? Um, yeah, my family, um, all of them have been such a huge support um, through my acting career. Um, my um, aunt, she actually helped me um, get some connections with um, other actors around Kansas City. She's helped me connect with um, taking acting classes throughout here in Kansas City area. She has a lot of connections with uh, pretty notable people in the area. And um, I really want to give her a, a big shout out to her as well for helping me to um, take the pre-steps in getting into acting. So yeah, my entire family has been a huge, great role for this journey, throughout this journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm curious to know, as an African-American actor, in terms of inequalities and advancement in, in the entertainment industry, how far do you think we have come and how far do you believe we still need to go? Um, I think we've come a significant way. Um, as far as being in the entertainment industry, you know, we're starting to see more shows on TV here in America, like uh, Blackish, Grownish, uh, Queen of the South, more Black-led sitcoms and stuff like that. But I also think that there's a lot of work to be done. I think that once we know we've made a great impact on the entertainment industry is when people see um, a Black show on TV and see it as normal. And I'm not saying it's not normal now, but I'm saying like, we, I think we would have made a, we have shown improvement when we see um, more black shows on TV and see that as this is something we see every day. This is something that happens normally. And we're not watching it just because it's a black show we're watching it because it's just a normal everyday show if that makes it it's kind of confusing I'm, it's kind of hard to word in my opinion but i just think that we'll um we have made improvement until we'll make improvement when we see black sitcoms as something as normal and is not rare to see mm-hmm well i i, I... Here comes the COVID question here, Jordan. So I'm, I'm curious to know, know, how do you think the virus has affected uh, the entertainment industry as a whole? So I think it's it affected it in a pretty um, big way. You know, we're not able to um, do certain projects. You know, at the start of the pandemic, we weren't able to do certain things because um, some travel restrictions was or were made, and uh, we weren't able to, like, some actors weren't able to go to uh, certain locations and film. Um, there was lockdowns, shutdowns, and um, we weren't able to, um, we just weren't able to be on set. And so, um, it's affected it in a very huge way. Um, in a way, it's still affecting us now. Um, I know there's a couple projects that I'm getting ready to be on um, 
that we can't all be there as a cast. We have to be in like set. We have to cast our. Um, we have to film our um, scenes at different times because not too many people can be on a set because of COVID. And of course, we all we all test before going on set. Uh, we test for for going on set, but it's affected us that we can't really connect with the cast, with our with our fellow cast members because we just can't be near each other. So um, to just be cautious because that we won't spread the virus. Um, we used to do table reads and table reads where we just read the script as a whole and with the entire cast. And that, that was a time where we could just uh, connect with each other and joke around with each other while reading the script, getting to know each other. But now we uh, we do Zoom table reads and it's, it's fun, but it's just not the same. It doesn't have the same effect as being in person. Yeah, and I, I'm curious, uh, your last answer has inspired me to ask you, uh, in terms of human connection and making that human connection as an actor, how much do you miss that uh, as an actor being able to connect with both your audience and the cast that you're in productions with? Um. Yeah, so I really um, miss that human connection. It just feels, um, it feels like whenever we are on set, we're on set just to, just to shoot our scene and then we're gone. We don't have time to stay, talk and see how everybody's doing. They, well, as far as the sets I've been on, the people, the directors and um, crew really don't want too many people to be around. Um, they just want us to shoot our scene and leave. And so, yeah, I really missed that human connection. It was something that um, I looked forward to whenever getting on set, knowing my fellow cast members. And I feel that, um, that sometime in a way I have to, whenever I am, a, act as a character and connecting with my cast, my fellow cast members, I like to have a personal connection with them because when I have a personal connection with them, I feel more comfortable. Um, like I feel more comfortable, I feel more personal with them and I feel more comfortable um, acting with them. And so when I really don't have that personal connection with them, I, I don't feel comfortable enough to do certain things I don't feel comfortable to have my character do certain things with that other person because I just have not made that personal connection with them um, as Jordan. Um, I know that's something I do need to work on, but um, yeah, I just feel that I really miss that human connection and it's uh, affected me where I can't really connect with that other actor. And I'm, I'm curious to ask you about your uh, your your acting inspirations or, or role models. Do you have anyone that you look up to as a role model in the industry? I do. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. He is he's a giant within the uh, acting industry, and uh, I hope one day I am able to act with him um, and be on set with him. I, I would have that'll be an honor of a lifetime for me. But 
yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, he just has been a huge inspiration for me. Um, I've taken some of, I've taken his masterclass and I've, I've been able to learn from him through masterclass and see what techniques he uses and um, how he gets into character. And it's just, it's just a great thing to see him in action and see what he does behind the scenes to prepare for a role. Um, it's also funny to hear him cuss people out. I know that's a bad thing to say, but he he likes to uh, use um, profanity, and uh, it's just it's bad, but it makes it makes me laugh and it lightens my mood for some weird reason. It's just funny hearing him. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with a little levity in life for sure. Absolutely not. And I, I'm curious to know, uh, as you know, we're living in a, a society where everything is raised in terms of tension and societal discourse. So I'm curious to know what uh, what role do you think the entertainment industry and black actors uh, specifically have to play in sort of uh, creating a more unified front in society and sort of lowering the temperature in society? Um, I think that, I think that what blacks have to do to, well, to be honest, I don't think that we can unify until um, the political climate with the Trumpism um, understands that we can never go back to the way it used to be. I think that the, um, this political climate has gotten so bad with um, Trumpism and uh, I believe Trumpism is a cult and I think it's something that is getting worse every day. And I don't think that we, it's gonna take a lot for entertainment, the black entertainment industry to uni try and unify and try to set straight that we are equal to, um, that we are equal to um, everyone. And I think where we need to start is whenever you see a movie or a TV show, it's usually the white man helping the black man rise to achieve his goal or his or her goal. And um, I think that we need to change that. We need to start showing things where the black man is helping another black man reach their goal and achieve things. I, I don't like when I see movies where the white man is always helping the black man to get to their goals. Um, black people, we, we're, we're hardworking beings. We are amazing beings. We can do anything the white man can do. And uh, like, for example, Barack Obama, he was, a, he was the 44th president of the United States. We can do anything we can put our mind to. And I think that um, once the entertainment industry shows that we can do exactly what the white man can do, I think that's, we, that's when we can unify. Um, and my final question for you is, what do you think uh, about your own personal acting and personal legacy? Where, 
what do you want that to be defined by? Um, my acting legacy, I just want people to see me as, um, as a, um, somebody they, an actor they could relate to. Uh, when I was younger, I was extremely shy. Um, I was scared to talk to people. I was scared to ask questions in class. Um, if I didn't know an answer to a question, I wouldn't even ask the teacher. I would rather, I would have rather fail that uh, test or just not know the answer to the question because I was so scared to talk to my teachers. Um, I was bullied for being short and I'm still short, but I was being, I was bullied for being short and fat. And so I just want my legacy to be is don't listen to people. Don't listen. Uh, don't let other people's opinions about you matter because the only opinion that matters at the end of the day is your own opinion about yourself. And if you believe that you can do something, you can. And so um, I believe that my legacy hopefully will be you can amount to anything. If you want to do something like you do, but don't listen to anybody because you can be another success story just like people you look up to. Absolutely. And I'm curious to know if anybody wants to hire you as an actor or they want to get acquainted with your stuff. What's the best way they can get in contact with you, Bob? Yes, um, they can email me at uh, jordan.stafford2016 at gmail.com. Um, that is the best way to get in contact with me. Um, we are building a website for me where um, you'll be able to book me as an actor and uh, see my availability if um, people want to book me as an actor. And then you can also uh, find me at my, um, my talent agency, Exposure, Exposure Models and Talent. Um, they're just a quick Google search away. Um, I, I sound horrible. I don't know the phone number to the agency by heart. But um, yeah, Exposure Models and Talents, I'm represented by them. And um, they can connect me with whoever wants to book me very quickly. Fantastic, Jordan. I want to uh, thank you for spending a few minutes with me and uh, uh, discussing acting diversity. Really enjoyed our our, our discussion and I want to wish you the very best of luck in any future or current endeavors. But thank, thanks for uh, being here this afternoon and uh, thanks for your time, bud. It's much appreciated. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.